Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Um, is anyone else already starting to get stressed out about what they're going to buy people for Christmas? Because I sure am. Oh, I'm not. I know what everybody in my family is getting. (laughs) Gonna walk He's out got of his the... potential swag to hand out to everyone from his cool big boy job. I'm gonna walk out of the Congress like gift shop, like I came out of the mall just with like bags. There. You get congressional merch, and you get congressional merch. Yeah, it's gonna be raining T-shirts and blankets and mugs. I don't even have a canal mug. They definitely make those. They have to. I feel like they do. I just haven't gotten one yet. Yeah. I'm just kind of annoying. We don't have sweatshirts. That I'm super salty about because Friday this week I'm starting um, the, I'm like actually starting the winter like maintenance season because there's like a break between when boats stop going through and then when we actually start doing things. Just, I don't actually know why. Doesn't have to do with what like the other like me and the other like lock operators have to worry about so not my problem but we don't get sweatshirts and i'm really salty about it because it's gonna be chilly Mm. it was cold today i went out and i ran this morning and one of the things i like to do when it's cold in order to like run long distance is i run very far away in the cold and I only have on my shorts, my t-shirt. And I know if I stop on the way back, I'm just going to pass away. So you got to make sure you run all the way back. Because I will get cold after three minutes of not running. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I mean... You, like, I'm going back... <clears throat> in the words I'm going of, back to the cold one way or another. Cold or quick. In the words of my senior year history teacher, Mary Ellen Topian, if it's stupid and it works, it ain't stupid. Mary Ellen Topian is not wrong. Put that on a mug. Gladly. She was freaking awesome. She was, like, one of those, like, people who, like, just, like, had done everything. Like, she had, like, I think she had gone to both culinary and law school at some point. She was, like, some, like, like, lived through the 60s, like, first or second wave feminist. She was insane. I love that woman. I had a environmental law professor who was an actual eco-terrorist. That's awesome. Like 60s. That's fantastic. And I was like, well, she knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. I will give her that. Yeah, no. She was, she was awesome. And she was retiring, like, the year 
that like I was a senior and that was her last year teaching so she had like all of her like personal books that she like you know brought in for her classroom just like you know kind of reference material to like share with students and loan out and whatever and she was getting rid of all of it so she like would just like give it away to people and we were like having her like sign books for us I have a copy of a book from her. It's called Are Men Necessary? And in the front cover, she literally just wrote no and handed it back to me. <laughs> it's like some like feminist theory book that I haven't actually gotten around to reading yet, but I just absolutely she, love that. She straight up spoiled the end. Yeah, I know. Rude. Like, yeah. But yeah, no, she was she was the bomb. Love her. I had a professor as an undergraduate. I will keep it vague because of the crime, but okay. <laughs> he um, he was like really active in like the '60s and '70s. You know, lots of protesting and various social movements, especially That's during sick. Please continue. Um, and he used to drop hints on occasion. You know, he would never outright say the things that he did. Um, but he hinted very heavily that he um, may have burned down a draft. Like, one of the draft uh, locations. That's awesome. Yeah, no so names, but props to this dude. Yeah, keep it really vague. What are you talking about? My connection to him or what he taught? Yep. But he was super cool dude, because uh, I don't know what the statute of limitations is. or like... <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Man, I, I really wanted to be him when I grew up. Actually, he's the reason I wanted to go to grad school and be a professor. Oh, I love oh. that for you. That's so That's sweet. Really cool. Origin story. Yeah, he sent me an email a couple years after I graduated to see, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I just saw that you'd graduated. It's been a couple years. Just wanted to see how you were. That's so sweet. So nice. Love that. I think it's funny. I recently mailed something to Sasha, and I'm, like, afraid to ask him if he got it yet. Because I don't. Because if it just got, like, hung up in the mail, I don't want to reveal what it is. But also, I'm afraid that he got it and just hasn't said anything. You want me to ask him? You can if you want. Are there any cool mail lately? <laughs> Seen any cool packages? Yeah. I'd probably just be like, so did you get something in the mail from Bridget? And he'd be like, no. Like, oh, okay, cool then. <laughs> that's, that's cool, okay, fun. bye. Bye. He is a... He's... <laughs> Honestly, I think if you asked that, he wouldn't, and he the answer was no, he, like, wouldn't even, like, think about it again. Oh, no, no, yeah, he he would not ask any further. He's he an, move on like, he's an incredibly intelligent, incredibly oblivious man. Like, he didn't, I was his TA for three semesters. He didn't notice that I had my ears pierced until I shaved my head and was wearing dangly earrings. And he was like, have you always had earrings i was like i've been wearing these dangly snake earrings to your class almost every single day for how long and i've had a pixie cut the whole time but you notice now when literally all of my hair is gone yep what and you can distract him very easily too. just change the subject really quickly and he won't notice <laughs> Absolute king. That man is necessary. That man is necessary. One time I was having a breakdown in my office and he disappeared for five minutes and came back with a little tiny can of Coca-Cola and a handful of chocolate. Aww. 
It's okay, like, thanks. <laughs> Absolute people. legend behavior. Yes, now that it's been brought to my attention that at least one communication student currently listens to this podcast. Hi, Rocio. <laughs> <laughs> She's been on the podcast. I can name drop her. <laughs> she was in my office yesterday and was like, oh, I've been listening to the podcast. Tell Bridget to keep up the good work. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Oh, and also, I kept meaning to actually bring this up when we're live. I was looking at our analytics for the first time in a while, so I don't look at it often because it makes me sad. Um, <laughs> but I was looking, and I told you guys this, I could not in a million years have guessed where our second most downloads will be coming from outside of the US. Belgium. Thank you, Belgium! Whoever is listening to us out there, thank you so much. We are insanely appreciative, and I was not expecting that whatsoever so thank you belgians love us apparently and like i sent you guys the actual graph or whatever like yeah it's 400 something downloads like lifetime downloads from the u.s couple like a hundred and something from belgium and then everything else is like broken down into like the tent like the tens and and lower i'm like i was not expecting that at all mm-hmm. So yeah, that was cool. Maybe I should actually look at our analytics more often now that we're on a consistent schedule again. We'll see. Um, but I guess we can get started with actual questions. Yeah. Oh boy. We're having um, Zach here settle things that uh, Brooks and I personally have gotten heated over in our, what, like two years as friends? Two years as friends? Yeah, sounds about right. I'm literally so afraid. And it's but... it's nothing serious. It's just things we have they... argued about after like a bottle of wine. They fit the theme of the podcast so well because they're just very silly things. Like they have no consequence. And um, uh, petty, really. <laughs> oh, speaking of the theme of the podcast, I tried to wear this bracelet and it kept falling off, but I did give it a go. I felt like I bumped up about a number so while i had it on so th that is my story for the day i like it mm -hmm. so i have all the things written down and i guess i'm just gonna read them to prevent any chance of you figuring out who's on which side here because that's not what we want okay. we want you to pick a side and then we can finally put it to rest mm -hmm. so f for the first one should you use a dishwasher if you have one available, or always hand wash your dishes no matter what. Well, it depends. So I okay, I always default to the dishwasher. But if what I was eating was something heavy that I know is going to mess up the dishwasher, it gets rinsed off prior to going in the dishwasher. Okay. But I would never like hand wash a dish while having a dishwasher available. I I would at most rinse off whatever crud was on there let me ask you this did you have a dishwasher growing up yes okay do you have any follow-up questions bridget i don't think so i mean i think the only like the only thing would be like you know if something's like hand wash only which like duh I, I, so 
I will say this. I had a dishwasher in the house that I, I grew up in. I moved out when I was still living in, in, in New York, and the first place I lived in did not have a dishwasher. Um, but now my apartment here does. So I'm very grateful for that. Okay, so you are on the side of dishwasher then, final answer. Yes. Extenuating, extenuating circumstances aside. Binary choice, yes. Oh, I have another follow-up question. Go for it. So I'm assuming your answer is based more on convenience, but do you do you think there's a difference in cleanliness level between hand-washing versus dish, dish, dishwashering? <laughs> Using a dishwasher. That is... When you say dishwashing, it just sounds like you're washing dishes. It doesn't sound like it's a dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So say you so using a dishwasher versus hand washing. Yeah, is there a difference in cleanliness level? Like, does one get cleaner than the other? I think the dishwasher is more consistent. Um, mm -hmm. I know that if your dishwasher is kind of on the fritz, it will tend to leave more, um, more stuff on it, and in, in which case you just have to wash it again and kind of defeats the point of the the dishwasher. I will say this for some things like if I have a drink of like coffee and I'm and I'm right there I will like go to the dish rinse it out thoroughly and then just put the cup back if, if it is something that that requires very minimal effort to oh yeah sometimes if I'm like using a mug state, throughout the day and I'm refilling it with yeah. the same beverage I'll just like give it a quick rinse yeah um so that's so that's one thing if my dishwasher is so bad, because like it comes down to to what is more more convenient. Um, if my dishwasher is so bad that it is really not doing a good job, then I'll just try to clean the dish as I go, put it back. All right. Do we have any more follow up, or would we like to, or are we gonna get final answer Ooh, and reveal who wait. wins? Can do I get to guess who took which side? You can if you want. Because actually, that could be kind of fun. Have um, at it. I think but, it's probably obvious. Yeah, I'm, I think Bridget is pro-dishwasher. Correct. Yep. But now I am curious to hear just, like, the elevator pitches of why we are both for and against them. Okay, for... Like, I'm genuinely curious what, what the arguments are. Because, like, I could change... Here's my, my four. Mind. If, there, if there's an evidence to the contrary. If it's like, you know, if it's like, if it works, if it does its job, like, you know, if like, it's one thing if like your dishwasher is like, you know, outdated garbage and it's not worth it. Sure. It uses less water than hand washing your dishes. It, and it gets them cleaner because you're using water that's way hotter than what you could actually stand. Like, people are always like, oh, you have to wa like, you know, wash things in hot water, which like, Good, you should, but also know that water hot enough to kill germs is also water hot enough to burn you. So, yeah, so just for convenience, environmental reasons, getting things cleaner, dishwasher. Kind of a no-brainer for me. Uh, again, unless it's like a special, like, heat-sensitive mug that I, like, have to wash by hand. Yeah. I did see somewhere that actually the the water temperature doesn't have a huge impact on how clean something is, whether it's dishes or clothes or whatever it is you're using to wash with water. I don't know how true that is. I but think like, it's like I've read that water temperature when you're I think I think it's hand washing something because any water that you're gonna be able to like touch with your hands or like even with gloves on, it's the 
temperature that would be required to either kill germs like um from cold or from heat is yeah. way too high for you is way too high or low for you to come into contact with like period so that's why i'm pro dishwasher okay but even if it is hot enough to kill germs that like hand washing wouldn't be still clearly hand washing the temperature you're using is sufficient because i've not yet gotten sick or died from hand okay well yeah dish. but like that's because there's soap yeah but then, so then wouldn't the soap just take yeah. the place of the hot water it just feels doubly safe in my mind. Logical. Huh? It's it's not rational because it clearly you don't need it, so it's really just a psychological thing. If if, okay, if the yeah, soap does and I got psychological problems. Does. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> so that that is me refuting that argument though. Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> no, and and I agree. If the purpose of cleaning something is to get the germs off and you can accomplish something without raising water temperatures on safe levels, then yeah, that 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 reason is is, you know, a little bit redundant. But I think for me it's more just like what do I have time to do? Um I don't know. And also I just sit there feeling bad and I'm like, hey, you know, we just like cooked dinner or whatever and we're hanging out. We like made quesadillas and made a huge mess. And you're like, freaking once I put things back in the fridge and whatever, you're just like, okay, let me just stand here doing dishes. I'm like, I feel bad, and you won't let me help! I'm very specific about my dishes. I know, and my that mother is... raised me to always offer to help clean up, because that's what a good guest does. And once I put the shredded cheese and the tortillas away, what is there for me to do? So using the dishwasher it eliminates all the FOMO that a guest might feel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really missing out, especially on cleaning the case at Neo Maker. That's a lot of fun. I feel bad. I feel like I am being a bad guest just standing in your kitchen with my glass of wine while you wash the dishes that I helped create. To be fair, you're usually dancing, not just standing. Okay, yeah, that too. But I have a whole list of arguments. Yeah. Firstly, hand washing is much faster. Like... I've used my dishwasher a couple times and it takes like an hour or something. I can wash the same amount of dishes in like 10 minutes. Wait, so that... can, I, can I ask something about that? Uh, How are you measuring time? Are you measuring time from the time that the dish is dirty to the time that it's clean or how much time you are using to clean the dish? How much time to actually wash them? Because okay. like when you put it in the dishwasher and you hit start, it takes like an yeah. hour, two hours, oh, whatever. Yeah. But when I start doing the dishes, I can have the same amount of them washed in 10 minutes. So if there's something like in there that I needed clean or a few things, sometimes there are, right? I can have it clean quickly. I don't have to wait. Okay. So there's that. Secondly, I live alone. And so it's kind of inefficient. Like for me to generate enough dishes to fill I'm a dish. That. Yep. Yeah, it takes a long time. And so I either have to like, really stretch out the dishes that I have and try to like, you know, eat cereal out of mugs or something. Okay, I mean, to make you sure have a lot of form. mugs. Well, yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> Putting that out there. I don't want to have to like, you know, oh jeez, I just was knocked over my root beer with my wild gesture. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it, it did not go over. Um, but I, you know, I don't want to have to try to like keep generating dishes to be able to fill up the dishwasher. 
but I also don't want to have to wait, you know, four days to wash the things that I need to be able to fill up the dishwasher. It makes more sense if you have more than one person, but with one person, it doesn't sure. make a lot. Sure. Okay. So there's, there's that aspect. Uh, three, I'm like numbering them now, apparently. No, this is great. <laughs> three, um, I've never really paid attention to what is or is not dishwasher safe. So I don't actually know. And some things they do market on there, some things they don't. And for the number of things I just not am not sure about, and I'd be afraid to put in the dishwasher, it would probably end up being the majority of my dishes. Like in any given like set of dirty dishes, it would probably be the majority of them that either say hand wash only or don't specify, and I would be afraid to put them in the dishwasher. Okay. So I would end up again just mostly having to wash them by hand anyway, further having to wait to use the dishwasher to be able to fill it up. Yeah. So that too. Three. You oh, already four. said three. Four. <laughs> I know. I know my numbers. I you sure that's just root beer in that glass? At some point <laughs> in my life. I didn't like skip that part of school. I know how to read. What? Anyway. <laughs> Gets PhD without being able to read. <laughs> that would be more impressive than getting it with being able to read. Yeah, honestly. I mean, to be fair, we had a president who couldn't read. Yeah, right? You can do anything when you're a <laughs> nice anyway we're we at oh, we were on four yes four <laughs> um for the like little detergent things and whatnot for that is like way more expensive than just a bottle of dawn or whatever you use it's like much more costly so there's that and overall like really the main reason that i don't use it and this is why i asked you to Zach, i didn't have one growing up yeah um, no, that's that's very fair. I didn't have my first dishwasher until I was 22. Yeah, 22 when I started grad school. My apartment had it had sort of like a mini dishwasher, wasn't even full size. Yeah. But so up to that point in my life, I had hand washed every single dish. It was part of my routine. Um, you know, I've gotten pretty quick and efficient at it. I had my way of doing things. Um, and so like when I actually had dishwashers, it was like. I don't know it just felt unnecessary especially given all those reasons i already stated yeah i think there's something in what you get used to you know where it's just like my brother and i um my one brother justin he's like a year and a half older than i am we always used to ask my mom for a dishwasher and she would always say like oh i already have two dishwashers like you and your brother you know that was the, the big <laughs> joke no but like what you get used to growing up i totally get because i grew up shoveling the driveway and then when I moved out, I had the opportunity to buy a snowblower. Like that wouldn't have been a hard thing to do, but I, I, I just shoveled. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get that. Uh, to be fair, I have tried to use the dishwasher. I've done it periodically here and there, and I just get very annoyed with how long it takes and the noise that it makes. And I feel like the dishes smell weird, like a plasticky smell. Mm. I don't know why. Okay. Plus, when I wash them by myself, I, like, know they're really clean because I can, like, inspect them before I put them in the dish drainer. And that makes me feel better. That's a psychological okay. thing. So there we are all have our psychological things. Yeah. Well, no. Pidgeot has, like, the double mask approach to dishwashing where you have both Soap and extremely water. high temperatures. <laughs> yeah. 
but 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 yeah, that's fair. Okay. Well, and that psychological reason is why I don't let anybody else do the dishes. Because if somebody else does them, then I can inspect it before it goes in the dish drainer to make sure it's totally clean. After all we've been through, you don't trust me. <laughs> it's not you. It is literally every person. It drives my mom crazy. <laughs> She's like, why would you let me? She's kind of given up, but my brother Doug was the same way. He would never let anyone wash his dishes. Interesting. Genetic. Yeah. And I think there's part of it is like my mom sort of instilled that in me as like a thing to do because like you know she and her siblings grew up doing dishes all the time and that was just like a part of life and uh, something about the work ethic of it I guess yeah perhaps so hearing our arguments do you have any changes to your answer no I think I guess for just me, overall yeah no I like I get the argument um Valid. and I, I i understand them i just think for me personally like a lot of it you know like was being said is what you're used to and comfortable with and can sort of you know whatever gives you the most peace of mind and um i think that using my dishwasher is the best use of my own time um it it doesn't you know weird me out in in any way i the one problem I, I have had and that i can absolutely relate to is yeah it takes me a while to like go through enough dishes to um to make running it worthwhile so i'm not running like a quarter of a of a load um so yeah i i totally get that um and and the flip side of that is um if stuff does sit there for a while it like hardens and coagulates on your plate and whatnot and that gets irritating so I, I yeah do we want any consequences um, for whichever side is not taken in either of our arguments nothing okay. serious just what? if Zach takes your side the other person has to stop talking about it no that's a personal <laughs> preference thing besides I'm not the one that brings it up <laughs> I just do the dishes when you're here, and you're you're the one always like, uh Because you won't let me help, and it makes me feel guilty. Because I'm staying at your house already. Why is the consequence me not bringing it up when I already don't do that? Stop being right. <laughs> but I really do think this is, this is a situation where I don't necessarily think one's superior over the other. I think it really yeah. is just like a, a what you're used to kind of thing. Yeah. Right, like you mentioned the example of like snowblower versus shoveling. I've had to shovel a little bit, but not a ton. I'd probably go snowblower, you know? Yeah. Or sure. like, absolutely. Imagine not growing up with a washing machine. You know, if you were just kind yeah. of used to it and you had your way of doing things, you know? Oh, recently, no, I... tangent. Um, absolutely. Whenever we had like snow days when I was a little kid, um, and my dad would have to go out and like snowblow the driveway, my sister and I would like put on our like, you know, little snowsuits and like, waddle outside and we would stand in like the line of fire of like the stuff coming out of the snowblower and just let it like pummel us seems like free snowstorm well like you could absolutely make like 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 if you got a snowblower then i can make the same arguments for shoveling that you made for hand washing where like maybe it's less time consuming it's yeah it's less time consuming depending on, on how much you're snowblowing and it's 
less expensive because you don't have to worry about gas and buying mm -hmm. it and maintenance. And like you can absolutely make all the same arguments. It's, but it's just about what living circumstances everyone finds themselves in. You know, plus, if I were to use my dishwasher, I don't know where I'd put all the stuff I'm storing in it. <laughs> it's full of just okay. dishes that I have nowhere else to put. That's very fair. <laughs> that is a problem you have slightly it. created for yourself, but I do sympathize as a person who has way too many mugs. Literally nowhere to put it. So this could Actually, be like the the tummy dishes that just stay in there and get run with and like one of those like oh, uh, no, it's like demo prefab houses in the 1950s yeah or like the way that, that they, they would, would like show put, like, you cardboard people in the stands of of like sporting arenas because people had to be socially distanced and they didn't want empty empty seats <laughs> like there you go touch a place so much fun. deciding right. who to put in the stands so oh yeah <laughs> just imagine it would we like to move on? Sure. Okay, next one. When you're, like, cooking pasta, do you set a timer, or do you just, like, try try a noodle, and if it's done, it's done? I just try a noodle. Thank you. Why? <laughs> it's not yeah, always the exact same. It doesn't always take the exact same amount of time down to the second for the pasta to be done to the degree that you enjoy. Zero poker phases all around. <laughs> this one is an actual point of contention. Sorry for ruining your chance to guess, but thank you. <laughs> no. just, I, was, I was not expecting the reaction. This is a situation where it is very much a personal thing because I could never do it the way you do it. I do not have the attention span to remember that I have something on the stove without something beeping at me. Okay, that's fair. I also have a horrific sense of time. Has it been on there two minutes? Has it been 15 minutes? I have no idea. Are you just leaving your pasta? Okay. Yes! <laughs> I don't do that. Oh yeah, I get distracted. You I'll gotta stir it. I'll be like petting the cats. I'll be like going on and be like, oh, did I, was I doing something? And then well, I'm like, like and it beeps at me, and I'm like, oh yeah, I was. I was making something. I don't time it, but, like, I'll keep an eye out. Like, like I make a mental note of what time it went in. Yeah, and I I'm do that. During it. That's, that's how I'm, like, grading just how soft it is. And if it looks sufficiently, you know, doodly, um, then we give it a go. Yeah, but no. vibes only. <laughs> See, that that's different. He says noodly. Is there a difference between, say, um, spaghetti versus like mac and cheese where it's harder to tell because it wouldn't be like squiggly mm, i can usually tell when no. i'm cooking like the shells for mac like i yeah don't set a timer and i can yeah, tell yeah i feel like you can tell it just it it, it looks it's soft so efficient to just keep checking it and like trying them when you could just like set a timer and then um not do any of those things oh my god did, but do you know what uh, timers dishwasher that doesn't make just, any sense. <laughs> I don't. There is no. There's no need for a timer <laughs> when doing this. There's not like a specific time where the dishes need to be done. You know, like it's not. I don't even need to try the, I, like the pasta like multiple times. Like I just know. Yeah. I sacrifice well, I one to two. 
I sacrifice one to two noodles tops. Because sometimes... But see, you know, here's, even here's the fear, though. Right? This might be the most, like, heated we've ever been. Good. This is what I want. But, like, my fear would be this. If, if I set a timer for however many minutes... And then the timer goes off, and I never try. And the first time I'm trying the pasta is after it is on the plate with and the sauce on and everything else, and it's undercooked or it's overcooked. Now I have ruined an entire plate. Thank I've literally oh, never oh, had that problem. I use a timer every time, and I've never had undercooked or overcooked. Do you have the I'm... most consistent stove top known to man? It's a stove with a top. And burners that get warm. That boils the water. Just mm. like a tiny little minutiae that influence things. Chaos theory. Did you not listen to Dr. Ian Malcolm? Chaos theory doesn't really apply in this case. It's science. That's more about like the general universe and entropy, not about a, a stove burner. Ascending like, into chaos. If you yeah. if you cook pasta for the exact same amount of time every single time, it's not going to turn out the exact same. There are little things that affect it. Sure, but not enough to be noticeable. As long as you have legitimately boiling water at the same temperature, you put the burner on the same setting each time, you put the pasta in for the same amount of time, the, scientifically there is no reason it shouldn't turn out the same. I don't have a burner that, like, clicks into like a specific position it's just no, there's like numbers you put it on the same number like a seven it'd still be a little different as long as you do it consistently each time it shouldn't matter again science this is this have... bs hmm. i'm i'm cutting out the unnecessary of the like checking and eating of noodles and just like i just put it in there push some buttons, pop it in stir if I remember to do so. And then when it beeps at me, I take it off. And that's all. But if you don't stir, then it'll just hardens on the bottom of the, of the yeah. pot. Well, it doesn't stick to the bottom. It will, like, kind of clump together toward the top. But, but that's pretty easily remedied. All my pasta, if I don't stir, it just gets stuck on the bottom of the, the pot. I've never had it clump at the top. Yeah, no, that's but... not a problem I've ever encountered. That's only if I completely forget it's there. But if I, again, I just, I don't have a sense of time. If I didn't set a timer, I would have no idea how long it was on there. Like, not a clue. I, I always say that whatever internal clock I was supposed to be born with was, like, broken when I was born, because I don't... Time has no meaning for me. <laughs> I'm terrible at this. It looks the same to me. No. <laughs> it does. You can't say no. I said to me it looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> it does not look the same to you. <laughs> How can it is my thing? There's so much of a visual difference between like an uncooked, completely dry the same shell shape pasta and a cooked one. Yeah, but not between the different levels of cooked. That pretty much once it starts to soften up, it looks the same, and it could be al dente, or it could be, like, well-cooked, but it's still going to be the same basic shape, and... Yeah. I just know. I just look at it, and I know. That makes no sense. <laughs> you make me think. 
And this is why I've begun to make mac and cheese. She doesn't let me make the mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, that that um, this reminds me of another, of another thing that we've read about related to mac and cheese. The like um, the little pockets of powder that you refer to the like as like little little flavor bombs or something. Like little... <laughs> when you make mac and cheese, and the powder doesn't quite like dissolve entirely, and some of the shells will have like little bits of powder in them. I love it. It's delicious. He likes that. I find it horribly disgusting. It's like, I don't know, chalky. Yeah. Oh, finally, you're gonna agree with me? <laughs> God damn it. I feel like it has to be fully dissolved. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy that you make more dishes by making the cheese sauce in a separate container. I don't. I mix the cheese in the pan while the noodles are in the colander. Oh, no. Same friend. We were talking about this before you uh, showed up, and I was trying to remember, like, were we fighting over, like, whether or not you have to measure everything out precisely when you, uh, like, make box mac and cheese or whatever? Like, if you have to get, like, an actual, like, measuring cup for the milk or whatever? That was a different friend in college who I had a similar argument with. I just eyeball that. That's too much work. Yeah, no. That, I measured like, it out. With baking, you have to be precise. You, you definitely don't want to be like, just around. like boxed mac and cheese or whatever. I just go by vibes. Yeah, because what happens if I put in too much milk and then I just yeah. created like soup? I do that sometimes. Adds variety. <laughs> just like I'm bad at like measuring time. I'm horrible at guessing like measurements like distance and space and volume. But I do it anyway. Live life on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Like, it's such a thing, especially because you need like a tablespoon of milk for the mac and cheese. Yeah, I'm not and like that. Really and to be able to like tilt that and very delicately pour it into a tablespoon. I just do it. I just I do a little like splash. A third cup. It's like a tablespoon, I believe. Now I'm not sure. I mean, I, it is heavily dependent. On the mac and I think it's the tablespoon of butter. Yeah. Uh, okay, that makes more sense. Anyway, that's what I'm getting. Because I was like, that will be some very sandy mac and cheese. I do when I'm making like um, Annie's mac, which is my favorite kind of box mac and cheese. I, like I always them. try to like it's get away with as little milk as possible to have the to, like the cheese powder fully dissolve because then you get the most flavor. But that's just me. All right, so this has been explosive. <laughs> what is? I'm so excited. That's like the most uh, heated I've ever heard anything get. I like it. Yeah. That's what we need to strive for. Um, it's like a timer. <laughs> is it acceptable to just eat pickles or mushrooms just out of a can? I do. <laughs> I did not mean to betray that. But your face kind of already did, so. Yeah. yeah. No, but like, I do all the time. Just like... like, like if like if I'm making pizza and I open like a can of mushrooms just to put on top of the pizza, I'm definitely snacking on it. Yeah. See, she makes fun of me because uh, I actually just buy like the cans of mushrooms and I have like the tiny forks and I'll just eat out of the can. Because, because it's so weird. No, it's <laughs> not. Yeah. You're just eating mushrooms out of a can. Yeah. You eat other things out of a can. 
Okay, yeah, they but not mushrooms. Why? Because that's and so eat... strange. Can you eat mushrooms if they're in something else out of a can? Like if it's cream of mushroom soup that's in a can? I think it's just strange to eat them just by themselves. But they're good. I also will admit that mushrooms are like... Uh, under most circumstances, I'm not nuts about the texture. I will admit my bias there. I love but a good I, mushroom. I, I just... Out of a can as a snack. Mushrooms are one of my favorite things. Yeah. And actually, you were mentioning, Zach, that was sort of my gateway, is that I would, like, you know, get them to put in stuff, and then I would have yeah. more than I needed. And so I'm like, oh, super. And especially, I could never yeah. stop myself. Like, as soon as I open it, I'm pulling some out of there and eating them. It's so good. Yeah. Even as a kid, my mom would get like the jars of mushrooms and I would eat them. Like, I was obsessed with them. Came with olives. Get a jar of olives. Okay, hell Go yes. That. that I will say is a oh, solid yes. Olives yes. make sense, but mushrooms don't. Yeah. Frog what jams. Is functional dis what, is, what is the distinction between olives and mushrooms? You can make frog <laughs> hands with one. <laughs> yeah. That. that. <laughs> It just makes a difference, okay? But also with regard to pickles, literally everybody eats pickles out of the jar. Like, oh, yeah. What? yeah. Yeah. That is such a, a thing. Okay, yeah, the mushroom yeah. thing is more of the argument. I just am... Yeah. I'm the opposite of the pickle friend. Like, I when I made my nachos earlier that I snapped you, um, not all... Those were some good-ass nachos. <laughs> good nachos. But I will tell you what, not all of those olives made it onto that plate there were some casualties along the way oh yeah no when i when i am making myself a nice quesadilla and i get mm -hmm. the little can of like the sliced olives mm -hmm. i am snacking on some of those bad boys mm -hmm. i always get the little the little pickle packs the like little individual serve things the tiny pickles that's always what i'm eating with my tiny forks when bridget makes fun of me <laughs> my tiny pickles with my tiny forks. i love i love the tiny food for tiny fork thing again just the opposite of the pickle friend. There's just something satisfying about it, because, like, sometimes you just feel the need to munch on something, you know, but you're not really yeah. hungry, per se. Mm, um, pepper's celery comes in. Comes in handy. Oh, I, what does? I can't stand celery. Uh, celery. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she hates celery. Disgusting. I used... Why? Because <laughs> it's so stringy. And there's nothing else you eat that has a stringy texture to it? Most things I that have a stringy texture, that like any kind of like vegetable with a stringy texture, I will avoid. Pork? Huh? Pork? Like pulled pork. Pulled pork. It's different. It's just different. I can't think of one. Like, my mom sometimes makes, um... God, what is it, like the acorn, the acorn squash, like cut it in half? Yeah, it's kind of weird. There's like certain squashes that are kind of stringy. Nope. Bad. For whatever reason, that, like that, like not necessarily any food that is like shredded. Because like you know, like imitation, like in like that you get in like um California rolls or whatever, like the imitation crab meat, like that's a food with a shredded texture. Sometimes fine with that. It's not that. It's the like stringy kind of like cellulose type thing of like vegetables specifically that are stringy that i cannot stand so like 
several types of squash, celery, disgusting, hate it. I'm actually not a big squash person. I will say that. I don't dislike it. Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't have a problem with the, I don't like the taste of celery. I don't have a problem with the taste of like, like I've tried, like when my mom makes acorn squash sometimes I've tried it. I'm like, Wait, did you say you don't like the taste of celery? Yeah. Vegetable that like has zero flavor. I know it tastes like almost nothing, but the almost is bad. It's, it's, it's crunchy water. Whatever the almost is, I hate it. Well, that's why you get like blue cheese or peanut butter or whatever you would put on celery. Oh man! Okay, the peanut what butter I... will have to try, but one of my typical things that I take mm-hmm. for lunch is uh, like veggies and hummus, typically uh, mm-hmm. carrots. And the number mm-hmm. of times Bridget walked into my office and said, "Disgusting!" Again, hummus <laughs> is another thing I have a texture issue with because <laughs> she hates hummus. Oh, too. I'm pretty sure half of my bloodstream is hummus, <laughs> like just. That's what's powering this body. It's so good for you. Yeah. It I'm tastes, sure, like, it's, I one of, am, it's one of those things I'm annoyed that I don't things, like. Like, you can like it, and it's really pretty healthy. There's not too many foods that are like that. Again, I'm annoyed that I don't like it, because it is a nice, healthy snack. But the texture just offends me on such a visceral level. Such a fun variety of hummuses, too. I get a black bean hummus sometimes. Kind of mix it up. The black bean. Anything red pepper. Yep. Yep. Spicy chipotle is my go-to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they make all these weird flavors, too. Like, I got, like, a lemon and beet one once that was pretty good. But Mm -hmm. they do, like, they have, like, a chocolate hummus. And, like, they have, like, these dessert hummus. I've never tried any of them. but I'm, I'm just upset. Oh no! Yeah, that's it's not, like a whole. There's like that shouldn't be allowed. That's not. Yeah. That's just, just a dessert dip. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. That's Nutella. Yeah. But it's made of chickpeas. No. Yeah. You I, you put like, that oh, phrase back God. in your mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, I look at it and I think I should try one of those just because the curiosity is overwhelming. Like, what could that even taste like? But then I, no. I can, Every time we are putting together our snack pile for the weekend, you always pick the weirdest Oreos. Well, yeah, that's fun. Try yeah. all the Oreos. Yeah. Well, especially not now that. because of the Nabisco strike, but... Well, yes. <laughs> putting that out we, there. We, uh, we stand labor. We absolutely do. Oh, but I, wait. I don't want I... that in my... I don't want that kind of uncertainty in my life. Oh, that's fun! No. It's like trying new things. Yeah. I mean, I like trying new things, but I, I like, if I'm buying Oreos, I want to know I'm going to like it, instead of just having a package of Oreos that I'm just like, oh, this is really disappointing, and now I just have this package of Oreos. Oh. Those I things are bad Oreos, package. though. Yeah. I've and literally I've never met an Oreo I didn't like. Yep. Oh, well, that's now, now, there are, I can certainly rank them. I mean, like, the one with, like, the lemon filling, I was like, okay, it's it's not bad but like it's not chocolate but mm-hmm. like it's like like you can rank a hierarchy of all the oreos but yeah overall i i, I haven't met an oreo i just liked interesting and there's a new one i get really excited i tried them all me too but it, the, the bad thing about it though is like if you really like them they're limited and you'll never have them again probably 
like I still think about, they had those Oreos thins that were pistachio filling. And I think about those all the time. Man, those were good. Or the watermelon Oreos that I was obsessed with. I could eat those every day. Those, I cannot believe I never tried, but it sounds like it was at a time where I was not doing the grocery shopping. Yeah, that it was a while I, ago, right? I remember very yeah. specifically, it was like 2012, 2013. Yeah, I was not grocery shopping at that point. Oh. And and on the times that I was going grocery shopping with my parents, if I was like, can we get these watermelon Oreos? They would have been like, that's funny and moved on. <laughs> they actually like, had them. Yeah, I, I thought, bring oh, them back. Yeah, I, I thought it was like, this will be every summer. And they had it two in a row. And it was yeah. like, no, they haven't had them in like eight years. Very disappointing. Rip. I don't know what it is about them, but they're really good. I don't know if I've See ever had them, up. or if I've had them, I cannot remember. Yeah, no, it's one of those things where, like, when I got them, I thought, this sounds disgusting. I'm really excited. And then I loved them, and I was very shocked. I once saw Sour Patch Kids cereal. Bad. I did not buy it, but I have not seen it since, and I kind of wish I had just to, like, say I had tried it. I yeah, no, I'm cannot fine imagine. Never knowing, honestly, I literally cannot imagine how. No, I see. It was more out of curiosity because, like, I like Sour Patch Kids and I oh, like yeah, cereal, no, I love, I love sour but Patch. I can't picture like reconciling the extremely sour nature of yeah, the Sour no, Patch Kids. Yeah, that's kid. actually. I am kind of like, I'm very both, curious well, now. Well, because both of the things that make a Sour Patch Kid, right, the fact that it's gummy and the fact that it's very sour, you neither of those make a good cereal. You don't want your cereal gummy. That's just soggy cereal. And I've, there's no sour cereals. I just, I saw it once. I was like, I'm not going to do that. And then I was like, on second thought, I kind of want to see how they did this. And then, and then it disappeared. It, it must have been that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. That's hysterical. I love Sour Patch Kids. They're one of my absolute favorite candies. Yep. I would eat them by the bucket full if I could. Yep. I got, um, like, two years ago now, the Sour Patch Kids Blizzard from Dairy Queen. It is literally just vanilla ice cream with Sour Patch Kids in it. It was... It sounds good. Awful! Yeah, like, okay. Oh, okay, I mean, I take it back. And you and I pretty much like everything, right? Yeah. Like, there are almost no foods that I dislike, and I, have, I actually have trouble coming up with one. There's probably something, I just can never think of what it might be. But I pretty much like all things. So the fact that I hated it that much, I still ate it, because yeah, I yeah. hate waste food, and I'm... But, like... The Sour Patch Kids, like you say, they should be gummy, but when they're in ice cream, they get hard. Yeah, okay. I can see that being a problem. That's very fair. I was about to like, say that, like, I don't know if the flavor combination would be ideal, but I also can't picture it being that bad. Yeah, no, yeah. sour. But I feel, but, like, when you put in that, like, they get, like, hard in the ice cream, like, that sounds like it makes yeah. it worse. Yeah. Um, the only worst ice cream I've ever had was the lobster ice cream in Bar Harbor. Because they actually, like, they butter the lobster before they put it in there. Nope. And it's just bad. I mean, if there is one place you're going to find lobster okay, ice yeah. cream, it's, it's Bar Harbor. Yeah, and they sell t-shirts but... there that say, like, I have lobster ice cream. The name it's of the that novel. Yeah, it's... But then there are some things that you wouldn't think intuitively go together that do, like chicken and waffles. This like, is true. Chicken and waffles slap inherently i think of like fried chicken and like a sweet waffle 
it, it makes no sense. It makes zero sense why they taste good together. It is but, delicious, though. But they do. But, but they do. Yeah, if, you're ever, if you ever find yourself in Saratoga, go to Hattie's. They have freaking amazing chicken and waffles, and it has like a, like a cayenne maple syrup. It's delicious. That sounds good. It is freaking Also, awesome. when we get together, we should get one of those like three-pound bags of Sour Patch Kids. Absolutely. Eat the hell out of some sour patch. Man, I really want uh, some now. <laughs> it's okay. We can we can discuss our. I'm gonna say imminent meetup. At when we're done recording yeah. for tonight. Yeah. We I actually it. have an errand to run this evening. Like I gotta stop at the pharmacy to pick up a prescription. I'm like, man, that's like right next door to Wegmans. Sour patch kids. Treat yourself. Well, yeah. Okay. Did you ever eat, like, the dot candy, like, from Wegmans? It was, like, candy, but it was, like, on paper, and you, like, the candy buttons the candy off the paper. Yeah, yes, thank you. Press-on earrings, you know? Like... I love those. Yeah, it's those. Just sugar. And, like, and, like, you you always ended up eating paper Yeah, with you it. end up eating paper. And, it's like, fine. the paper after. It's important. Yes. Yeah, it's like... part of the experience. Oh, absolutely. It's just sugar. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Let's actually try and keep poker faces this question. <laughs> Sorry, these are really Yeah, like, we wait, technically wait, wait, do have I forgot. We have two more actual like hardline questions and then one opinion on XYZ type deal. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know what the question is. Do you need to put sheets on a bed if you're just crashing somewhere for a few nights? Wait, okay. She, like, like, say someone's, like, futon or pull-out couch or she, whatever. If you're just crashing oh, for, like, two, three nights. You're sleeping on I some you meant, Okay, I thought you meant, like, on a mattress. And, like, you're oh. just gonna sleep. It is, like, it is a mattress, because, like, a pull-out couch has a mattress on it. Yeah. It's just thinner and flexible. Um, so you would be sleeping just on the mattress. Nothing between you and the mattress. Yeah, you wait, like, is that right? Mm -hmm. Then, yeah, of course, you would need a sheet. I'm not gonna sleep on a mattress, I would be so uncomfortable, both mentally and physically. <laughs> like, just thinking about it, I'm worried about my sleep quality tonight because I'm not gonna like, get that out of my head. Like, <laughs> like, like, I wouldn't even sleep on an air mattress that didn't have like a sheet on it and an air mattress is way more of forgiving and like a um warm surface than just like a bare mattress but i'm not gonna try to sleep and like raw dog it through the night like i need something there to <laughs> to play the buffer you have any uh follow yeah, any questions? guesses any follow-up follow questions I mean, I'm gonna assume Brooks is pro, um, <laughs> pro sheet. I feel like most of these are pretty obvious just based on our personalities. It doesn't have to be that complicated. I'm only here for three nights. It takes, like, less than a minute to put a sheet on there. I could just put a blanket on there, though. 
Yeah, but like, <laughs> so last time she stayed here, it was the first time she slept on the pull-out couch. Because you normally yeah. just sleep on the couch, but my parents had brought this, like, it's actually right here, we're here, um, this really nice, like, pillow top cover. Um, so, like, the pull-out couch was more comfortable, and so she's like, oh, yeah, I'll sleep on that. And I, I came up here, and this dresser actually has a bunch of, like, sheets in it, and I grabbed yeah. it, the sheets, and I brought them downstairs, and she looked at me like I was insane. <laughs> it just doesn't need to be that complicated. It could have been- complicated. It would have taken me 20 seconds to unfold that fitted sheet and put it on there. Yeah, but like, That's you don't need to, though. <laughs> yeah, cause the sheets exist for a reason. Well, I mean, yeah. I, you should- you fed skin cells and bacteria. That's why I just, why I just put the blanket down. But- but the blanket's not- is not gonna stay there. Like, when you wake up, if you are, first of all, on the blanket at all, that'll- that would be impressive. But, like, you're gonna have, like, your leg or your foot or something way off. I just make myself a little blanket sandwich and it works perfectly. Well, plus blankets, those are harder to wash than sheets because they take much longer to dry when you wash them. Like, I am literally so pro-mattress, or pro, not pro-mattress, pro-sheet, that it took me, like, a good minute to determine that we were, in fact, talking about just sleeping on, like, a mattress. I was like, nobody would do that. <laughs> like, like I'm clearly missing something. I just don't think it needs Let's to be that complicated. I just don't think it's necessary. If I'm just crashing there for like a couple nights, I'll just throw a blanket down. It's fine. But it takes just as much time and effort to put the sheet on there as it does to put the blanket down. I just find fitted sheets more annoying. Cause I got the I are they too consistent for you? I was going to put the sheet on there. Well, that made me feel bad. And then I didn't want to put the fitted sheet on, so I just didn't. Well, especially because I'd already brought them downstairs, so you made me bring them all the way back upstairs and put them away. I'm gonna solve this next time by just bringing a sleeping bag. <laughs> and then it will no longer be a problem. <laughs> There's anything else to say about this one? Shame me as you see fit in the comments. It's fine. <laughs> I've polled people about this question. They all think you're crazy, too. Who have you polled, first of all? My mom. Oh, okay. I was like, is this anyone I know? Do I need to be concerned? I people I need my mother. <laughs> like, For a second, I thought they, you like brought this to the comment department. like... Like walk into a room and see like all of Bridget's friends and family there could be like, look, first of all, we want you to know we care about you. <laughs> but, but we're really concerned about this whole mattress thing. We we've heard you're sleeping on mattresses. Which I think we're really worried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do sleep on a mattress. Mm. <laughs> okay. I will accept my defeat. I still just don't think it's that big of a deal, but all right. Final one. This one, I think... I think if we both poker face this one, I think okay. you might not know right away. I don't even know what the question is, so that makes it harder. Because the list you sent me only had three things on it, and this is going to be the fifth one, so I didn't know mm -hmm. that last one either. This is the last, like, hard question, right? And then there's, like, an opinion piece after? Yes. Okay. This is one we wrote down in, like, the five minutes before Zach showed up. Oh. Are White Claws good? 
<laughs> um. Okay. Objectively, no. But okay. Depending on what you are using them for, like, am am I gonna slow sip a white claw? No, that white claw is not there to taste good. Um, it is there to get in my system and quickly. Um, so when I went away with a bunch of friends, we we drank them. I don't think anybody was like, you know, getting real hyped about the quality of drink, but they were cheap and easily accessible, and they served a function. Um, but I, I would never do like a paint and sip with a wine with a white claw. Okay. Any follow up, or would you like to guess? Well, I just want to um, everyone to acknowledge and appreciate my stony face, because that was really hard. You did really good. I was, like, squeezing my legs. I'm very my proud. <laughs> like, looking at my, like, my video, and, like, man, I just look, like, dead inside. And good. that was my goal. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yes, would you like to guess, or do you have any follow-up questions? Oh, I have my guess. Um, but if anybody has any points they want to make... I mean, I think or, it's kind of just a question. It's yeah, pretty I mean, general. This, I thought, was the general opinion question you were referring to. That's why I was confused. Because this, to me, is it's an opinion. I don't think it's, a, it's not something you can yeah. really support with arguments, per se, you know? It's just like okay, a then I guess if we're defining it that way, then there's two kind of general opinion ones. Well, well, I was just thinking because this one has a hard yes or no, rather than what yeah. do you think of? Well, yeah, because people drink alcohol for different reasons. Um, and like, not all alcohol is going to be useful and for all the different reasons you're consuming it. Like if, if I want to intentionally drink a lot, it's probably not going to be wine, um, or, or, or a whiskey or something that's meant to kind of be nursed. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's going to be something that I can, you know, it's. So just Give I guess sort of with or the, just sort or, of yeah. for a for with the squad beverage. Um yeah, if I'm with with the homies. With the homies. And and we and we just want to, you know, consume some alcohol, not because we care how it tastes, but because um we would like to raise our blood alcohol level, then it's fine. Um fancy. <laughs> <laughs> But if we are hanging out to, like, debate policy or do, like, work or, or, or get ready for a campaign or something, um, nobody's bringing White Claw. If, if we're bringing alcohol, it's going to be, you know, a, 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 a you know, a, a scotch or bourbon or wine or something like that. Okay, yeah. If your goal is to increase your BAC, though, aren't there more efficient ways to do it? Sure, but like, like yeah, a shot might be might have just as much alcohol as um, one white claw. And to be fair, I don't actually know what, what the alcohol levels are yeah, in either of them. We're not doing, um, we're not doing. I know math that here. Yeah, but um, usually I'm not I'm not doing shots just like without having drank anything before that. Yeah. I guess um, a better way to phrase it would be, can White Claws be enjoyed, yes or no? Oh, then yeah. 
I was going to rephrase um, the last question to say oh, no, um, yeah, where, where I asked about the efficiency. I guess more the question is, aren't there better tasting ways to achieve that goal? Is more what I was getting at, I think. Yes, but when you have college students who are eating 50 cent ramen, you're not necessarily aiming for what tastes the best. It's like what what six pack or what 12 pack can I buy for four dollars? I mean, yeah, I did that too, but like I would get um, like Mike's Hard Lemonade or something like that. I like Mike's. That, that was our go-to beverage in college. Yeah. No, like and so... All right, let me put it this way. Ooh, well, my voice is cracked. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Let me it's put it this way. Really trying to understand. <laughs> if whenever I have brought alcohol somewhere, it 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 honestly is normally Mike's. Um, that is usually my go-to. If somebody else has brought White Claw, I'm not going to not drink it. Um, if like like if if i'm just going over to someone's dorm and we're hanging out and then we're all like hey let's just drink a little bit you know and they have white claw on hand i'm not going to be like actually i'm not going to drink because I, I i don't like this there are uh, there are drinks that i will take over white claw yes because white claw in my opinion is a very low quality beverage it does not taste great um i'm not a big seltzer person to begin with so then you add alcohol to it and okay, it's even worse um so it does not taste good in in my opinion but um it it serves a purpose okay um and if that's all that there is then yeah if you know if if you're just trying to drink for the sake of drinking then my standards drop a lot <laughs> do you want to take a guess as to who falls where I have one very specific reason I think Bridget is okay with White Claw, and that is because when we swapped, like, like, because we had, like, clothes we weren't using, and we swapped them, and you threw in with that a White Claw scented candle. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Took a little White Claw can, stuck a candle wick in it. Yeah. White Claw Um, candle. It's not on TikTok. Yeah, White Claw (laughs) candle. Which I drove away from when we had gotten coffee or food or, or whatever it was. Yeah. And halfway through the trip, realized I had this candle sitting in the the cup holder of my front seat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, nope, in the glove compartment you go. Because <laughs> like, it's a can of White Claw. It's a candle. But it doesn't look like that when you're driving by me at 40, 50 miles an hour. This is quite true. A candle of white cloth. I think they're yeah, fine. I, I, I mean, okay, I also am a big seltzer person to begin with. And I know everyone has their, like, jokes about how, like, LaCroix doesn't taste like anything. I, I enjoy LaCroix. I like a LaCroix. Make fun of me as you see fit. I've heard it all. I like a white cloth. I, I mean, there are beverages that I think are, like, that. better. I don't but I like a white cloth. To me, it tastes like it's chemically tastes like it's. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I think some flavors are better than others. Like the black cherry is really pretty artificial tasting, but like the lemon white cloth. I'm here for it. So there are there are some things that I think taste worse than white cloth. The like 
the like strawberries or cocoritas or whatever awful. those like I hate them. disgusting they're i will so take a white bad. claw over those any day it is like literally a tr- like i hate those so much they're so um, bad i hate them they really are they are like terrible. white claw is literally like a fine bourbon compared to those things correct it's that bad yeah no those are awful I feel like if I were in the scenario where I was like hanging out with people and somebody brought white claw and that was the only beverage option, I mean, yeah, I would drink it because it's better than nothing. Sure. That's as much as I will say about it. That's positive. <laughs> it's better than and, literally drinking nothing. And I agree with that. It is not a good tasting drink, but if it is all there, yeah. like I'm not going to not hang out with my friends and get drunk because I don't like white claw. I just feel like there's so many better, like, equally cheap options. Again, you can get, like, malt beverages that have more flavor to them. You can just get, like, a cheap bottle of wine that's, like, four bucks and get drunk for, like, four dollars. Yeah. Which I would take over White Claw. I mean, literally all of these are correct. I just kind of like White Claw. (laughs) Well, that was why that was the question. Is it good or not? Yeah. I think it's all right. Wait, so... So I guess the question, Bridget, is would you go out of your way to drink a White Claw or would you simply not mind if it was already there? I mean, I have purchased them, if that's the question. Okay. So, like, like you have seen the array of beverages in the fridge or whatever and thought, I'm going to pick this one over the, the rest of them. I mean, yeah, sometimes. Okay. Because, okay. yeah. like... See, like... I- in my in our like you know kind of basement beer fridge it's a lot of like stuff that my dad drinks and then like a couple seltzers and like yeah sometimes i will have an actual like you know kind of craft brewery whatever but sometimes white claw okay (laughs) that's fair i just know for me it's not what i'm going to pick out if i'm the one if, if I'm bringing yeah. alcohol somewhere. It okay, will yeah, so I guess that's my thing. Like, I sometimes, or, sometimes I will pick it up. Like Spirinoff ice or something. Those are pretty if, good. If we're just going for something like, yeah. Um, and of course, if you're going with like hard liquor, then, then that's out of the picture. But yeah, usually Mike's is my go-to. I've had exactly the one White Claw ever because it was my first TikTok video. That was the only reason I bought it. <laughs> Love that for you. And I, I took the sip to make the video, and then I was like, oh, no, I have this whole ass can I gotta drink. <laughs> yeah, you bought a it tall boy. Like, it took all Oops. day. <laughs> I think I was texting you, Bridget, like, while I was drinking it. Like, it was you absolutely yeah. were, because you're like, I have a department meeting, and I still have this. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> Be less white claw in this can, please. Okay. Um, final one. This one isn't a yes or no. This is just a, uh, what, what do you think of Four Locos? Never had one. Oh. That's easy and quick. <laughs> okay. Wait, hang on. Okay, so are we talking about, like, the original Four Loco that was, like, killing people? Or, no. like, the no, new the and improved? Current okay. Current. Okay. Well, I don't really know why I asked, because I've, I've never heard either of them, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was curious. Yeah. Um, 
I will say hard pass on the original one. I mean, combining that much caffeine and alcohol was yeah, just no, like, I'm not, like I'm not suicide. looking for anyone to die. Yeah. Um, I have not had one. I would not be opposed to trying one. Um, so which we're going when we get together. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You want? Oh, you want no, to tell absolutely. me? <laughs> Are you comfortable sharing how old you stuff. were the first time you ever tried one? Did you try the original one? No. 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 I, okay. I never had oh, one. Okay. We drank four locos while you dyed my hair. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Well, I now I feel better. Like, <laughs> tried a four loco for the first time at age what? Thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, been... Oh yeah, I have the. <laughs> you Aww. can't see, but the, uh, the Hamilton is playing on the TV. Yeah, it's hard. I know it's hard. That. To see. That's me sitting on a towel on my living room floor with hair dye in my hair and a four loco next to me. Four loco is uh, right there. I love, love that. That's great. Yeah, I don't. I love that so much. Yeah, I don't even. I, I didn't even take convincing. I was just like, hey, I have a terrible idea. We should do four loco Friday, and you were like, okay. <laughs> We've got two each. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Cans. I know they're a lot. Like. What yeah, I am. How much more... alcohol are they again? Like for like, like twelve or fourteen percent alcohol. Okay. Yeah. They they are not good. That's here's the thing. They're not. I am just more willing to deal with it for the results than you are. Yeah. You had that. Um. Was it like a four loco seltzer? Yeah. That was just one of the worst things I ever had in my mouth. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I, it's not, it's not that good. But like <laughs> four loco Friday, baby. Yeah. No. That. But that, that one's a hard pass. I would definitely drink Four Locos again, but never go near the Four Locos seltzer. Okay, was... well, I know what we're doing when we terrible. all hang out. That sounds One absolutely terrible. Things. So that... I'm okay passing on. Yeah, I had the watermelon Four Loco in that picture. It's, uh, it's sickeningly sweet and tastes very artificial. Yep. Yeah, no, I, again, I, they're Wait. pretty gross. I'm just, I'm... It's a fun college vibe thing to do yeah. every now and again if you're looking to really party. Take a break from my craft beers and single malt scotch. Speaking <laughs> of like beverages and college beverages, where do we fall on just like energy drinks, energy shots, and things like that? I was never a fan. Okay. Yeah, I think they taste horrible and uh I want caffeine. Coffee. Yeah, no. I, yeah. I, will, I will down lattes and tea all day for my caffeine. Never a fan. Okay. So I was never a big energy... Much. I was never a big, like, energy drink person, but, like, I'm fine with a five-hour or any of their knockoffs. It's, it's like... It I mean, feels, I'm sure they have their lot. uses. Oh, and, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, for one, they're very convenient and small. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, I, I mean, in college, if I was pulling an all-nighter and I needed something, like, strong, yeah, um, I would drink it. I don't think I, I ever drank an energy drink that I was like, wow, this tastes good, and I would just, like, sip this while watching a movie. Like, no. Yeah, no they, they, um, they are simply there to serve a purpose. Yep. I don't know if anyone actually enjoys them. 
Well, some people oh, must. Uh, well, uh, some people must, I guess. Yeah. Like, there's Rockstar yeah. energy drinks. People are, like, or, like, Monster. People are obsessed with those. Rockstar doesn't suck, taste-wise. Interesting. It is not going to be my go-to, but in, in terms of purely taste, um, it tastes better than, like, a White Claw, for sure. <laughs> like, if, like, not to bring it back to that, but, like, oh, if, yeah, no, 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 no. if White Claws tasted like Rocks, like Rockstars, I would be pretty amenable to them. Good to amenable. know. Amenable. I haven't tried most energy drinks, but I have a feeling they would be sort of like Four Locos in the sense of having like artificial flavor and kind of being overly... Yeah, it's like a little bit battery acid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, Red Bull, to me, is bad in the same way that seltzer is bad. Well, it's funny. My first energy drink was in high school and it was for science because I was taking a sports physiology class. And we all had to do reports on the effects of different beverages on athletic performance. And oh, so people cool. got like water and chocolate milk and Gatorade, and like a whole, and, and like soda, you know, like a whole host of things. Mm -hmm. And I got assigned um, energy drinks. And I was like, I've never had an energy drink before. And I should probably at least have one if I'm going to write about it. And I did. And it was a rock star. And I was like, this does not suck. Um, I brought in another can because like like people would bring in like the whatever they were having and just like poured like the little plastic shot glasses and we pass them around and yeah it was for bummer. science. For the milk person. Hmm? It's a bummer for the chocolate milk person. That'd be yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice for all of us. We had to drink chocolate milk. But... Yeah. Yeah. I don't think i've ever oh, although i have heard energy. chocolate milk is like a really good post-workout yeah oh, actually yeah. i was just about to say that mm -hmm. it's it's so that. weird but like it has all the stuff you need and i mean yep, you know absolutely. who doesn't love Looking a good chocolate milk that's one of my that and cottage cheese even though cottage cheese doesn't have the carbs so i'll have to supplement with something but it's a good go-to i love a good yeah. um some appy slices with peanut butter after workout. I'm a big fan. I think that sounds slice good. <laughs> but I have one of those um the the thing we just oh, yeah I know what you're talking I about. Do, I do too, and that's what I use. But last time I tried, like the apple I had was like a weird angle or something when it was sitting down, and I got it like hopelessly stuck on there. Oh yeah, one time I had an apple where like I didn't realize that at the widest point it was wider than the slicer. Oops. <laughs> Yeah, been there too. And then it's so hard to get it off if you can't. Oh my god, you know, I know. That was a struggle. Mm -hmm. Pretend that I think that's kind of difficult to wash. I just put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> I know, that's why I laughed. That is something I would much rather throw in a dishwasher, but I can't really just wash that on its own. So. Okay, yeah. yeah. That I do get. Yeah. Alright. I was a little afraid that we weren't that we were gonna like blow through these because i went nuts planning for the next episode which yeah okay i think we're safe to, i think we're safe to announce um for our uh 50th episode that is coming up we're collaborating with the youtube channel snake discovery and doing an episode all about uh our opinions on snakes reptiles all that kind of fun stuff and zach i know you don't have a snake but we we do need someone who doesn't have stake in the game to have opinions. Mm, okay. So you are going to be our sort of unbiased potential tiebreaker. 
say doesn't have snake doesn't have snake in the game i like that so yeah you know so you don't have like you know if we're talking about like you know species or whatever i would obviously be partial to ball pythons because i have one Mm -hmm. she's obviously going to be partial to hog noses because she has one but now we have somebody who can have an objective opinion which is good yeah okay um let me find out what my homies at vans are doing but other than that heck yeah it will be hype yeah but yeah so that's exciting stay tuned for that but it's also the 50th episode yes and i can't believe we've been going this long which is insane well you (laughs) well okay yeah just like the podcast in general i can't believe it's been i jumped on like three episodes ago (laughs) i can't believe the podcast in general has been going this long because i as a person tend to be someone who like i get really into things and then i drop it off for a while and then i'll like pick it back up like with all of my hobbies and like all the different video games i play like i'll like get really into something and be obsessed with it for a while and then i won't touch it forever and you know and so the cycle repeats itself and I've been pretty consistent with this, so I'm really proud of myself for that. And, of course, big thank you to everyone who helps me out, because I, if y'all weren't here, I'd just be talking to no one. And I don't think that would work for the format. You could just do the thing where, you know, you just had the camera and, like, invert it so you could look like you were talking to yourself, you know? Do, like, yourself talking at this angle and then invert the camera so it looks like you're talking at that angle kind of thing. I could, but I think that'd be less fun. Is that like the Ben Shapiro model podcast thing where you just like talk to yourself for an hour? Yeah, pretty much. That's literally all it is. What an idiot. I've never listened I, to I do occasionally to listen to Ben Shapiro just to get an idea of what is going on over there. Sure. And, I um, love I love the amount of tweets where he like accidentally like exposes himself. Oh my god, it's so funny. Where he's like, he Oh yeah, my daughter one. went into my wife's bedroom. I'm like, <laughs> wife's bedroom. That's the one I was thinking of. He was like, My daughter came into my bedroom and asked me this. And I was like, blah blah blah. And then she went into my wife's bedroom and everyone was like, Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> Beautiful. God, it's it. so funny. It's it's almost like like I don't know because he talks like four times the speed of a normal person. Yeah, I feel like and, he can't be real. I, and I think time. he tweets the same way too. Like, like he like fires it off and then he's like, "Wait a second. Yeah. Always <laughs> <laughs> uh, good for some entertainment. No, he he was literally like like what was the one where he was like, "My wife has like a medical problem where where like she can't get sexually aroused," and everyone's like, mm, "Maybe that's not her." <laughs> It was the funniest thing. Self-burn, those are rare. Yeah, no, literally. It's like, first of all, why? Why would you but, put that on the internet? And second of all... Yeah. <laughs> He's like... Like, he was like, it's not me. And the whole internet was like, what's not you? <laughs> I was just... Oh my god. Or the one where he is... said like he had his kids' DNA tested to like make sure they were his. I was like, why would you be doing that in the first place? why would you tell people yeah and why would you tell people and i don't know if this one was real or not but like something about his wife being on vacation in hawaii with her personal trainer or something (laughs) and i don't know if that was from a meme account or not but if it is like dude i haven't seen it but honestly it wouldn't be inconsistent with the rest of his tweets yeah (laughs) ouch (laughs) yeah i kind of feel sorry for him and uh can't exactly speed talk your way to attractiveness. Yeah. 
Well, that was a fun it's little like... five-minute roast. <laughs> that was I mean, okay, but if if anybody is deserving of a roast, if anybody's begging to be roasted, it's Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Well, let's be real here. All right, but yes, we will be back next week with Snake Discovery. Ah, I cannot believe it. Very exciting. And um, by the time this is out, we will be back up streaming again regularly. And I don't think, based on the calendar I was looking at today, I don't think we have any stream breaks coming up for like holidays or anything. I don't think any holidays are falling on a Sunday. Holidays are falling on a Sunday for a little while. So I think we should be good for that. And Sunday after Thanksgiving, I'd probably have to stream from my parents' house. Ooh, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, as long as that's not, like, a big scheduling issue for anyone, then I don't, then we shouldn't have any stream breaks for the entire month of November, which is cool. So that should put us a decent ways into talking about Squid Game, which I am uh, planning on binging everything I haven't watched yet on Sunday, so it's all really fresh in my mind before the stream. Wait, ha have you, like, continued on into it post-episode 2? Uh, no. I've been playing a lot okay. of Elder Scrolls. <laughs> oh, wait, have you heard... Okay, I just started listening to this, and I was like... And I started listening, and I was like, oh my god, Bridget would love this. Have you listened to the podcast Rabbits? No, but I've heard real like I a lot of people who are oh, like, you oh, if you to. like the Magnus archives, if you like Archive it 81, is, you'll like this. That's it on, is that 100% is on my list. Your vibe, one hundred percent your vibe. Hell like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I will. I I literally started listening to it on the train to work yesterday, and and I was like scrolling through Twitter, and within like a minute, I I was like, okay, I need to stop scrolling because I need to be like listening to what's going on. Like, it's really good. It's um, that one's an it's an audio drama, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. I, I have a lengthy list of audio dramas that are to be listened to, and that one is definitely yeah. on there. I think the next one I'm going to do, good. once I eventually finish working my way through um, Last Podcast on the Left, I think I'm going to do Hello from the Hallowoods, because I've heard really good things about that one, too, but Rabbits is also on there. Mm -hmm. Also, Archive 81 Season 4, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. <laughs> It's another really good, really good audio drama to listen to, but also there's a there's some big cliffhangers going on right now. <laughs> okay. I think that wraps us up for today. Any concluding thoughts we'd like to leave the people with? I know that as soon as the words leave my mouth, y'all will have nothing, which is fine. Words. I like it. Zach? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Alright. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at And Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening!